Hello and welcome to We Are Doomed, a Sakura Rangers podcast. <sighs> Who are we? Well, I guess I should say more things like where we focus on <laughs> conventions, cosplays, and narrative in general. Who there you are? go. There we go. I'm Black. I'm Tyler. I'm the Black Power Ranger. <laughs> oh, I'm okay. next. I, yeah. Hi, I'm Robert. I'm the Red Ranger. I'm McKenna. I am the White Ranger. And filling in for our fourth chair is Uptown. Hi! Hey! Last name Formerly known as Uptown Otaku for anyone who's confused. Yeah. <laughs> the all new. Mrs. Funk. <laughs> Please, no. Anything but that. Uh, too late. Too late. Ah, uh, phooey. That yeah. joke that has been used so many times before has mm. been used again. Yeah. Yes. I'm okay, always so. cursed with bad jokes. It's fine. <laughs> I want to know. Okay. Who are you? What's your first, co- first convention? What got you into cosplay? Preferred oh, cosplay style? Answer those oh, wow. questions. Any oh, or so many any. questions. Oh, no. Okay. No pressure. All right. Um, All first I... cosplay. Yeah. My first cosplay? Sure. sure. Why not? Uh, we don't talk about that actually. Um, it's from my... Ooh. Oh, no, yeah, no, another one. That... It is. Um, yes. it was, it's another one of those cases where, like, your first cosplay, like, other people might look at it and be like, oh, that's not that bad, but you look at it and you just get this massive cringe attack. So, there is a follow up question to your first cosplay, mm-hmm. which is, is it still around? And if not, uh, how did it go? Um, what happened to it? <laughs> you know, I mean, it's still around. It's been rotting in my closet of my parents' house for years, ever since 2012, when I first started cosplaying. Um, oh, KomoriCon yeah. 2012 was my first convention when I wore that cosplay. Um, it was a classic case of procrastination and not understanding that costumes take a long time to arrive when they come from China. So it didn't hmm. actually show up in time. <laughs> oh, I've had that happen. Uh, yeah, we've all been there. So... It was sort of like a half-assed sort of pull it together from Goodwill and such and throw together something and have your mom help you sew because you don't know how to sew yet sort of thing. What yeah. What was it? Uh, hmm. It was, um, oh gosh, what on earth was her name? Here we go. Okay, so it was actually um, Akane Motomiya from a Japanese otome game that almost nobody's ever heard of. Um, it's called Haruka Naru Toki no Nakade, and it translates to Haruka Beyond the Stream of Time, roughly. I got nothing. Uh-huh. I got nothing. I've heard of that. I've really? actually heard of that. And it's cool. amazing that I've actually heard of that. Oh my god. Hi, new friend. How are you? <laughs> How did you hear of that? Um. Yeah, I'd love to know. How even did you hear of that? <laughs> Was it like a, a man in a shadow cloak on the street just walking by, just no. said it to you very quickly, and you're like... Yes. <laughs> yes. yes, exactly. I drive, I drive by video gaming. Yes. Um, no, I think I think someone involved either in cosplay contest or cosplay chess has cosplayed from that series, oh. from that game. Okay. So, like, I've heard of the name. I had no idea anything else about it. Mm. Yeah. I mostly got attracted to it because the art style is just really gorgeous. Um, it does actually have a manga adaptation that's very good. It also has an anime, but uh, it's one of those where the manga's clearly better and the animation's a bit shoddy, but, mm. you know, it's a thing. Okay. Well, that's first cosplay. You said that was for which convention? Because I assume that'd be your first convention as well. Yes, that was for um, KomoriCon 2012. That was my first mm-hmm. con. I only went for one day to see the cosplay contest, but ever since then I was like, I have to go back. I must never look back. And I, I never looked back. 
Well, I've been cosplaying longer than you. Huh. Well, oh, I'm sure you have. I'm relative. Right. I relatively haven't been doing this very long. Wow, that's, that's in, well, a I lot of people I, I meet have been like that cosplay contest. A lot of a lot of our group, like the people we meet, have been doing it like when they're way younger. Oh yeah, it was just yeah. there was always cons going on, and from where I'm from, there just isn't that. So mm-hmm. I have to travel to go to cons. So I didn't start until like I was about twenty. Yeah, twenty-one. Um, I was so. actually I think nineteen when I first started cosplaying officially. Um, because I didn't like, know about conventions or anything. Like, I would see photos of people cosplaying and be like, you must need to be a professional to do that. It's not like I could just get up and do this thing. Uh, but um, a mutual friend of my sister's and mine, who was giving my sister um, private Japanese lessons, actually, um, had been cosplaying longer than we had and was like, there's actually a con in Vancouver, Washington, if you want to go. Uh-huh. And so we got super fast, and we were like, let's try it. So, hmm. yeah. I just... I just wanted to have a cool Halloween costume, so I just like started making a keyblade. So perfect. Yeah, and now <laughs> I, I have a bunch of I was in a group that told me to do Naruto. <laughs> Too many keyblades. Yes. Who wants yes. a keyblade? I'll sell you a keyblade. <laughs> I'm sure plenty of people would love to buy your keyblades. Oh, I got six now, and they're just they're starting to pile up, and I don't need them. Cause... Time to start an Etsy shop. <laughs> uh, I got Facebook, I guess. I don't know. Uh, that's you neither here nor here. this is all about you so oh, well then hello yeah. i guess oh, i i guess what, what got the... you into cosplay well i guess you said what got you in cosplay which is yeah like, mutual friend yeah mutual friend um i guess wow well, what and then like what, what kind of style do you like drawn to do? To style yes yeah style um as in like, like what i typically like cosplaying or i like i yeah. notice i notice you do a lot of males i do i do crossplay mostly yeah so um, i've cosplayed approximately like three female characters um two of which actually were from haruka naru toki no nakade the heroine from the first and the fourth game um but I didn't make either of those, so I don't really think that they count exactly. Um, well, that still counts. Like, it, 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 it totally counts. Um, because if you want to buy your cosplays, absolutely. It's all about why you cosplay. Like, if you want to yeah. showcase your craftsmanship, then, like, making them yourself is probably what you're going to want to do. But if you just want to have fun and be part of a group, then by all means, buy them. Make mm-hmm. it easier on yourself. Don't hate yourself as much as I do. <laughs> mm-hmm. See, I, I like that. This is the way I think of it is if you're working on a costume... And it depends how much, yeah, how much. Sorry. Mac, uh, sorry, found a picture of myself on a website. <laughs> so sorry. You pull up a page and your face is right in the center of it. That that's weird. Um, yeah. The way I think of it is, sometimes working on some cosplays, if you can buy the parts, that's great because then there's mm-hmm. other parts of the costume that you just can't buy. And you have to make, and exactly. that gives you more time to work on those parts. It's so true. Um, but then some you costumes you, you want to do. a contest where we require you to make it all. <laughs> yeah, depends. It depends what like it's how you're doing it, what you're doing it for. So, yeah. a lot of yeah. my cosplaying is because I just want to walk around and get photos taken of me and be in costume. I normally don't go into cosplay contests. That's normally yeah. not my bag. We had a whole no, talk true. about that last podcast about contest, mm-hmm. uh, uh, contests and like how to get into that kind of thing and. I don't know. Maybe, maybe one day. I like skits. Yeah. I like skits and doing funny stuff in costume. So yeah, like I've actually never entered 
a formal cosplay contest. The only one I ever did was at like Komori Con Light, which was like their halfway through the year sort of little marker one day con. And that was because a friend told me to. <laughs> hmm. um, but other than that, I've never actually competed in that sense. Like I do lip sync battles just because they're really fun to do. And mostly I just host a lot of in-character panels. That's sort of just been my shindig. Um, and a lot of my cosplays, like I make the aspect, like just like what you said, I make a lot of the aspects that you just can't buy because it just lends yeah. more to the character. If it's like screen accurate and you can just make it yourself, you're more proud of it that way. Yeah, but, yeah. but yeah, like parts of it that are easy to find. Like if you want navy blue slacks for a Tsukiyama Shu cosplay from Tokyo Ghoul, I you can bet I bought those. <laughs> yes, yeah. It's just like that's why we go to thrift stores and Valley Village and yeah. such. It's you Best find those for parts. That stuff. And then you can throw it together. But then there's some some clothes you just don't find. Like, cause uh, for Cole and I's Miguel and Tulio is the the pants and the shirts. They're a style that just aren't around right now. So we couldn't find anything. The only thing we could find was Cole's single blue dress shirt. Mm. His pants were a different style. My pants were like pantaloons, which were like blooming at the base at them and then the top was like a really loose spanish kind of style shirt and you just you can't go to a thrift store and find those so but you can very easily go to a fabric store and find a pattern for that kind of stuff so it's very easy to kind of do it that way where it's like sometimes you got to build it sometimes you just got to buy it so i guess yeah so i guess that's kind of what you like to do is you like to do male characters, and you like to host and do yeah. panels quite a bit. Yeah, like, the gender of the characters never even what attracts me to them. It's just sort of their visual aesthetic and their personality, and it just happens to be that a lot of times the male characters just sort of attract me to them in the way that, like, ooh, I want to be you. I want to cosplay you. Okay. So what was, like, what was your most recent couple of cosplays, and what are you planning um, let's see. My my most recent cosplay uh, was actually Chat Noir from the French um, 3D cartoon Miraculous Ladybug. Um, and that was actually one of the few cosplays that I made almost literally everything from scratch. And so he was a beast to make. And I actually have scars on my arms from, like, toxic glue from that kid. But <laughs> hashtag worth it. That's great. Blood, sweat, and tears. Blood, sweat. Yeah, oh, exactly. This is battle scars. Exactly. So are you working on something now then? Um, I will be. Um, I haven't had a chance to like touch anything of it yet, but um, for NewCon coming up around New Year's, um, I plan to have a cosplay that I've had for a long time, uh, but never actually had a deadline for him. I plan to actually have him done, and that is Metaton EX from the video game Undertale. Ooh. Mm -hmm. I'm, of... I'm low-key terrified. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. I feel like that one's a lot more clothes-specific than, like, the regular one, which is more just a box. It's true. Um, I, it's mostly because I haven't done a lot of, like, really extensive armor work in the past. Like, I, I did a little bit of, like, craft foam molding and such for Chat Noir, so it's helped me feel a bit more confident in tackling Metaton, but it's more that I'm wondering how I'm going to keep it all on me, because I also plan <laughs> to perform in the lip-sync battle royale as him, and I need to actually be able to move and have it not fall apart. How much armor is on um, It's mostly the chest plate and the shoulders, mostly. Yeah, okay, yeah. Because, like, everything else I remember is very, like, straight and smooth, so it'd feel it feel like is. shiny fabric. It is, just that. the... 
Yeah, it's just going to be the chest plate, the shoulders, and I guess also the belt that's supposed to have, like, the heart in it, so. Hmm. Eh. And the boots yeah. are probably going to kill me after wearing them for, you know, a day straight, but it's fine. The, the things boots. we do for cosplay. Yourself some hooker boots. Exactly. <laughs> now, trust me, I've, I've had to look up legit stripper boots in my search history to find ones that will actually allow me to dance and have enough traction. Ah, well, there you go. Yeah. So I'll probably be visiting a few adult stores to try and find the best deal. <laughs> if, if anyone sees yeah. me, please don't acknowledge that I'm there. Thank you. Uh, you pick okay. up some other things for it's, your It's time, the yeah. unorthodox locations, unorthodox it's, materials. It's, it's fine. It's like buy some things thing for is costumes, costumers. buy some things for pleasure, and you hide the things that are that. <laughs> say, I'm here for costumes. Uh, uh, <laughs> what? Who, who said that? Where, where are you? What, what is this place? Yeah. Uh-huh. The year, Marty. The year. The um, okay. A voice from the void. Um, yeah. Well, okay. since we're a little pressed for time, <laughs> shall we shall go we on, on to... Our upcoming conventions? Yes. For yes. the weekend of the 18th through the 20th-ish. Um, so all I so, got from the intro from uh, Uptown is the fact that she has to go visit some uh, sex stores. So. Um, you know what? That's not, that wasn't supposed to be the takeaway, but I guess I can't stop you. That, that's it. D- that's don't mind Tyler. Now he, he, he goes. To, he 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 automatically goes to the the adult place. Yeah. It's fine. I've hosted eighteen plus panels. I know how that works. <laughs> yeah. Uh, uh, yeah. Uh, he 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 just goes there. It happens. Okay. Yeah. So. For the weekend of the November 18th through the 20th if, uh, for anime cons of our upcoming conventions. Hi, I'm doing it this week because Cole's not here. And so, I actually know what the abbreviations for states are. Um, oh, dang. <laughs> shots fired. Shots fired. Okay. It's not so, fun anymore because it's fun when Cole doesn't know things and then he has to, like, yeah, I guess. And what he's they learning are. and, like, my OCD is happy that he's getting it right. But at the same oh, time, no, he's, he's cheating. He's totally cheating. He's looking <laughs> yeah. Up Sorry. Roommate just got home. So the dog's barking. Closing the door. Okay. Can't um, hear it. Yeah. Okay. Um, so this week, we're going to start it off with Anime North Texas in Fort Worth, Texas. Uh, Arkansas Anime Felt Festival in Springdale, Arkansas. Daisho Con in Wisconsin Dells, Wisconsin. Derby Con in Morristown, New Jersey. Well, we, well, could we get some more information about this con? I, I feel like this is a place we need to visit one day. Um, <laughs> we can look it up. Um, yeah, so DerpyCon in New Jersey. I don't know if we want to go to New Jersey, though. Um, I missed the New Jersey part. Yeah, no, can't go back. Yeah, can't go back. Yeah. Uh, Fox Prowl Con in Batavia, New York. Uh, Kraken Con... Fall in Oakland, California, because Kraken Con's normally in the spring, so now they have a fall one. Okay. Um, Leg Fest in Lafayette, Louisiana. Phil Con in Cherry Hill, New Jersey. Finally, uh, a Phil Collins convention. <laughs> um, in New Jersey, yeah, it's appropriate. Um, and then for uh, Shadow Con in Saint Petersburg, Florida. We have uh, Nashville Anime Day in Murfreesboro, Tennessee. I'm going to guess that's right outside of Nashville. Um, 
We have Film and Comic Con Newcastle in Newcastle upon Tyne, UK. Uh, now I'm going to move to Comic Con. We have for the 14th through the 18th, so this coming week, as opposed to weekend, that's odd, uh, Sheridan Comic Con in Brampton, Ontario, Canada. We have, uh, I said Memphis Comic Con and Fantasy Convention. Okay, Memphis Comic and Fantasy Convention in Memphis, Tennessee. Uh, we have Heroes and Villains Fan Fest in Atlanta, Georgia. Um, and that's it for conventions. The weekend of the 18th through the 20th and the previous week because of Sheridan Comic Con. Okay, that's it for that was... upcoming conventions. That was the worst Cole impersonation I've ever heard. I'm sorry! <laughs> White is more capable than green. Just saying. <laughs> Just saying. Like, green literally. is not a creative color. Oh! <laughs> yes, he is not a creative color. <laughs> not that white yeah. is much better, yeah. but... <laughs> oh. Man, that's great. Now, I was doing my anime... Uh, and Tyler's Anime Corner. And that has kind of changed because what happened was we kept running out of animes and I kept running out of questions. So I had to change things. I had to think things up. I had to flip things around. Take it from a new angle. Think outside the box. Other words that symbolize a dynamic, a paradigm shift, if you will. Uh, that's a big word. Look it up in the dictionary. Um, so what I'm doing is I'm changing my anime corner, Tyler's anime corner. It's still Tyler's Anime Corner, but it's now Tyler's Anime Corner Book Club? Book Club. Yes, it's still my corner. I still have a corner. People can't take my corner. I know they want to. I'm looking I at wanted you, to take the corner. She wanted to take my corner. It's still my corner. So, I know how Tyler's Anime Corner is now Tyler's Anime Corner uh, semicolon book club. And once a month, once a month, not once a week, once a month, we are going to Pick an anime, we're going to watch that anime, and we're going to talk about that anime. This month's anime is One Punch Man. One Punch Dude? Who wrote that? Who wrote that? You. One Punch Man. Come on now. So, I'm going to ask Emily. Emily, what do you think of One Punch Man? Well, okay. Rob. Or McKenna, who wants to go next? What did you think of One Punch Man? What are your thoughts, your beliefs, your feelings of One Punch Man? I I guess I'll go next on this one. I okay. This is one of my favorite animes of all time, which is a weird thing because I have not liked a lot of modern anime. Like, I, I just feel like so many ideas just continually get recycled over and over and over again. Because they do. There's, yeah, there are new, just, no new ideas. Yeah, there, there truly are not. I mean, I know, you know, that's said about literature and movies and all that stuff all the time. But, God, anime seems to go and recycle ideas faster than anything else. I just... There are me. some major anime tropes, I, yeah. I can say. Um, there is a lot of anime. So a thing that constantly gets said is anime is very convoluted because you literally, you're running out of ideas. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So, 
Yeah. Yeah, I can agree. And with I would that. definitely say that's normally a true thing. And I kind of expected to find that with One Punch Man, honestly, because there are so many overpowered individuals in anime. Mm-hmm. And yet, as soon as you start watching this show, you realize they're not really taking that all that seriously. Saitama's character is great. I mean, this is a guy that just has no idea what he's doing. He has an idea. He has a goal he wants to accomplish, but well, he's kind of a slacker. No, I'd say because they talk about it and they say it like um, he just happens to become a hero kind of like as a hobby because that was his whole yeah. catchphrase at the beginning is like, I'm just doing this as a hobby. Yeah. So he was just strong. He lived. He he got. He was uh, living a normal life, and then one time a monster shows up, and then he fights the monster because okay, why not? Because um, he was living a mundane life, and then he just does it and, as a and hobby. He's protecting a kid, but yes. Yeah. Continue. And then all of a sudden, that became his job because he then applied to become a superhero to get paid for. And he was like, "Holy shit, you can get paid to do this." And then he, that, he said his catchphrase is like, I just do this as a hobby. Oh, wait. No, I do this as a job now. Because now he was employed to be a superhero. And, like, I don't know how he gets paid to do stuff before then. Because he was always kind of penny-pinching. And, like, clearly he didn't have a whole lot of money. Because he was always looking for sales. That was always the big thing. Is He was living the mundane life. Whereas, like... He was always looking at sales, and that was his big goal. Is like, oh no, I gotta get somewhere because the sale is going on. And then a monster would show up, and be like, okay, I guess I gotta punch you, and just do the one punch and get rid of him, because they always assumed he was like some crazy little civilian who wasn't super strong at all. It's like, if anything, I can relate it to is like MMORPGs, where you're you're a super high level character, and then you dress in super low level clothing, and then just hang around the shitty places because you pretend to be like a low-level scrub but then you know you can kill everything that's there without any effort whatsoever i kind of agree and i kind of don't because this is a guy that until halfway through the series didn't even realize that he had to register as a superhero to get paid for this stuff yeah because he did it as a hobby before and then he realized oh shit i can get paid to do this yeah, but it's like no level of personal research put into it. I mean, he didn't even know about the ranking systems that are inside of that, for God's I sake. Guess. So that's, I guess. It's maybe. part of his charm. Okay, oh gosh. Like, I I haven't read all of One Punch Man as the manga, but I did definitely delve into it a few months ago, and I really appreciated that it and the anime were so true to each other. I didn't really notice anything really lacking in one or the other. The sense of humor was kept so so clear like a lot of times when manga are adapted into anime they sort of lose the same flavor but they kept really true to it for this and i love this show i actually had a tradition of watching it with my roommate every day when the episodes would come out it has a special place in my heart i love one punch mm. i'm done I've, I've got a simple question is yes how did you like the fact that it was like a lot of animes are all about the main character becoming stronger over time, where this one was just all of a sudden the character as is, is as strong as possibly can be to the point of mm-hmm. 
he has he's just like uh, complacent and doesn't know what to do because he can beat everything. I absolutely loved it. It was such a different spin on something that's already been done so many times. It was really cool to see it from a different point of view and have it be just as enjoyable. Like you. Don't, you're not watching the same journey, but you're still hooked from beginning to end. And you get so much exposition on the other characters as well. And everybody's just so lovable in that show. Hmm. Okay. Yeah. 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 That's, that's all I can think about that is like, other than that, and second season, when will it be out? Oh, Maybe good soon? question. Soon also? as possible is what I'd like to say. Yeah. And then how about, like, the actual final fight in the anime? Oh, wow. It was... <laughs> it was intense. Like, it was it was really cool to for Saitama to finally have somebody that didn't just go down with one hit. And it was like, he finally got his dream to come true. He finally has somebody that lasted more than five seconds. Yeah. I was then, proud like, of him for finding someone. <laughs> yeah. And then the, the way they like kept talking about it is like, as soon as the bad guy was almost defeated, it was like, you didn't even go out, did you? And it's like, nope. So nope. <laughs> that means Saitama has like got way more power in him than he lets on. Oh, yeah. So, and you don't even know why he just, he is. Yeah. <laughs> he talks about it and he's just like, Oh, I just did uh, 50 push ups, 50 runs, and ran like 2K a day. And then it was just like all of a sudden my hair fell out, and then I was super yeah. strong. It's like every hair on his head was a limiter on his power. He, d- he just had to lose it and move past it. Ah, that's it. Just got to shave your head all the time. I figured it out. Dang, I've got a mohawk. I'm already two times more powerful than everyone else. Oh, you're so close. I just got to get rid of that third too. part of my hair. Yep holding you no. back man no i can't do it i can't be too supreme that's gotta, that's true that's very considerate of you keep myself grounded with my mohawk yeah, there you go i mean you have to love a character like that but the thing i really love about the show is that even though he's the title character he's not the one that you're always spending time watching i mean i actually went through um in preparing for this because i'd seen it before i actually watched it twice over because I noticed something. He's actually not on screen all that much. No, he's not, is he? Yeah, there's actually more screen time of characters like Genos and Moment Rider than there are of actually Saitama in the episodes. Well, you know, the villains, so to speak, actually have more screen time than any of the heroes, even. Um, I also feel he's the kind of... Oh, what kind of character is it? It's the kind of character... That, like, not exactly breaks the fourth wall, but points out the silliness of everything that's going on. So, like, every character around there is, like, super intense about what's going on with some fight. And then Saitama shows up and goes, oh, okay, so this guy's this guy. And he just kind of, like, point blank points out the kind of silliness of the situation. Um, I guess, like... Maybe maybe it's different because he's also super strong, and then no, th- there is no threat to him. So he shows up, and then some bad guys talk, and everyone's like, "Oh my god, the bad guy's doing something! He could kill us all!" And Saitama's what, like the guy that looks like some kind of guy in silly pants and some kind of lobster kind of cr- creature, and he just kind of points him out in a funny sense because he's like, "Oh, this guy looks really stupid," and everyone else is scared because he's powerful, but to Saitama, 
he's not powerful because Saitama can like one punch everyone away. Well, yeah. the show's got. I'm sorry, I've got so many ideas on this. I mean, if McKenna has something she'd like to go and contribute in here, oh, please feel free. You gotta organize okay. his brain. Let him organize so, his brain. Yes. Yeah. Let Rob organize, and then we can have our argument. Because um, <laughs> so, like, I watched the first three episodes, you and then it? no, I'm, I'm bad. Because life happened and other stuff happened, so I couldn't watch One Punch Man. You know, Gee. so I couldn't watch it. Um. Um, and then, so, like, I get it, and probably I, I, like, I kind of see it, but I'm not that into it. Like, even after three episodes, I was like, oh, I could do another episode, or I could go do this other thing, and I'd go do the other thing. Oh, um, man. But all I, the I, good I, episodes are further than three episodes in. Yeah. That, that's yeah. like, I know I need to give it a chance and watch some more of it. It just... Like, I meant to today, and then work happened, you know? Wait, what happened to the third episode? Uh, Isn't that where uh, Genos... Uh... Yeah, the Genos showed up. That's a pretty epic fight, though. Because, like, that's the one where, like, Genos, like, uses his firepower to, like, blow everything away. And he's scared because Saitama's there, and he's afraid he's going to kill the civilian. And then Saitama's still there after the explosion happens, and he's just nude because his clothes get blown his away. His clothes got exploded, yeah. Yeah, and then... Genos is like, how are you still alive? And he's like, I'm just here. And then he kills the bug queen creature. Mm -hmm. And that's where Genos is like, oh my god, you're more powerful than I could ever imagine. Teach me. Be be my teacher. Yeah. Yeah. Um, He's like, I want to be your disciple and live here. No. I can pay rent. Welcome here. (laughs) (laughs) Welcome, roommate. Yeah. Um, Yeah. Like, it's like I, I I guess I need to give it more thought, but like my argument, which I posted on Facebook a while back when we first said One Punch Man, uh, and I'm like, who would win in a, a, a Thunderdome match, Saitama or Captain Marvel? Which, like everyone who knew, or everyone who knew One Punch Man was saying One Punch Man. Man, hands down. Everyone who knew Marvel was saying Marvel, and everyone who had, who knew both of them very well said it's a draw, <laughs> or it'd be a very very tough fight and tough fight to call on who would win just on speculation. Mm-hmm. Because Captain Marvel's one of the most powerful superheroes in the Marvel universe. Um. Yeah. So she'd actually be able to give him a fight for his money, rather than yeah. just one punch. I, I don't know. Robin this, and this I had an one. argument about this. <laughs> I know, I know, I know, because you you know that I know both characters, and I'm like, Carol, Carol could I think beat any one of the other heroes, except for him, and like, had I not seen the whole thing all the way through. I might have questioned that, but after the final battle, I'm just like, no. No, there's just... One Punch Man gets punched all the way to the moon, and then he, like, stands up and goes, oh, and then he jumps off the moon, and then re-enters Earth, and then punches the bad guy. Like, he has enough power to jump off the moon to enter Earth. 
Okay, so yes, Carol might have to go. Um, I'm trying to. It's not cosmic. It's the other one. Um, binary, in order mm -hmm. to beat. Um, that wasn't Saitama. even. This is the last fight where like one punch man didn't even go all out. He was like barely even doing. So we yeah, don't even I, really I mean, know. Carol, Carol's like okay, so yeah, Carol has does energy blast from her hand. Yeah. And um, like she's blasted apart meteors and Thanos and like the big bads of. Captain of of Marvel, and <laughs> see that's so, the like, thing is like I don't know because like Saitama's like that weird, he's almost like Deadpool in the sense where he's just like outside if, the yeah. frame of where reality. If, if it if it's funny or amusing in the story, then yes, he would lose or he'd win in some ridiculous fashion. That that's yeah. the rules of Saitama. Um. Well, he just, he I always wins. He sometime, somehow impractically just is stronger than everyone. Yeah. Oh, God, that fish like man I said, monster. It also like... depends on who's writing Ca uh, Captain Marvel of what version of her powers that she has, you know? And there's definitely some truth to that. That's the one problem with trying to go and pit a comic book character against yeah. something like this is just the fact that, well, depends on which comic arc we're talking about. And yeah, which that's like with, with, with Carol, if it's the Kelly Sue DeConnick, then yeah, she has a head tumor that could kill her at any moment. Yeah. <laughs> she's, she's not allowed to fly. Um, which, what does she do? She goes to space. Makes sense. <laughs> hmm. So, like, like, I mean, that said, but like, if Carol at her most powerful, without being binary where she was a cosmic power like phoenix and silver surfer if you know uh -huh. those characters well if you yeah. don't know carol yes yeah, so the power so, cosmic um, and all that yes <laughs> yeah like she she was part of the she's pretty much a god at that point just chilling going through the universe just being yeah. a bit, she was just watching the universe to figure out what she wanted to do and then she decided she didn't want the power anymore see that's the thing like one punch man is also on like the edge of being a god mm -hmm. for how that's powerful why I he is suppose this as a fight it's it's really i guess it's really hard to say it's just you're fighting gods then you're gods versus gods i don't know it's mm -hmm. Then maybe yeah. they're tied. Maybe they are the same kind of power. Maybe. Like, like, I mean, what that... I said is, if Carol knows his power beforehand, she wouldn't let him touch her, and would probably be able to seriously damage him. Versus, if she didn't know the fight, then yeah, he'd probably be able to knock her out. Not in oh, one punch. He, but... he always hides everything. He never goes all out. He like only goes like as little as possible until he has to. So, I feel like you never, you because that's the whole thing with the anime is you never gauge how strong he actually is, because there's well, never I'm not talking gauge. about the strength of his punches. I'm talking if like just the, just the rumor of oh this guy can knock anything out with one punch. Carol's not Carol's enough of a strategist not to be a, or to not let him punch her. Hmm. <laughs> 
And that yeah, part, I'd, I'd agree with that part. That's the problem, though, is because he's never perceived as being super strong. In the whole tier of stuff, he's actually like at the very bottom of everything. Um, because every but time I'm, he I'm has... sure there is still rumor of this this person who can knock someone knock anything out with one punch. Nope, nope. That's nope. that's the whole joke. Nope, that's that's it's, my favorite part about the show. Um, nobody he's actually never recognized for being him. super strong is because he'll one punch everything. So there's really nothing left to say that he did it, or there's no like witnesses or anything. So he is perceived like on the ranking board of like uh, of uh, superheroes. He's like at the very bottom because. He's just perceived as not being actually very strong or anything. And that's the whole thing so, is, like, he's actually the like, most... Stats-wise, he's, he's Hawkeye. <laughs> yeah, he, he's, like, the, he's people, the strongest yeah. superhero in the entire universe of One Punch Man, but he's never recognized as being the strongest one. Even, even for killing, like, the major boss, he just goes to the major boss and kills him. Everyone else is currently fighting the outside, like, at the first rank so no one actually ever makes it to the final boss to see him defeat him or anything so all they know is like the guys get defeated and then they think oh i guess we just did enough damage to defeat them where he just went out of his way and just like fought his way through to the center defeated the final boss and didn't even put any effort into it and just like okay that's it and he doesn't gloat about anything either he just Uh. goes and does stuff so that's also part of the joke of the thing is like he's the most he's the most strongest character in the whole thing, but he's never recognized for any of it. He's just kind of yeah. always treated as like a lower level hero. So, yeah. Well, and remember when he went and fought the Fishman army or whatever the heck they were going and calling themselves? This king of this group oh. from underwater just destroyed everybody went through at least a dozen named heroes of a class and above including an s class so i mean we're talking the highest tier here that's right they managed to go and take down saitama shows up just at the her uh, at the very end not surprising because you know we know yeah. he's gonna kick this guy's ass yeah. uh, just in time to go and save one of the heroes from getting killed a really low-ranked guy Takes him out in one punch, which, by the way, had one of the coolest animations because rain was falling, and then it stopped for a second like that. Yes, that, was that really has cool. to be one of the coolest moments in anime history. Just side note to everything else going on there, like the show is worth it just for that one scene. Um, like three wait. three scenes, like all of his fight scenes are great. Yeah, exactly, exactly. He but he shows up, he beats this guy. And one of the great things and what I needed to really compose myself for was one of the greatest things about this show is the fact that I think it actually does go and approach the human condition in an honest way, despite the comical fantasy nature behind all of it. Because you do have this ridiculously overpowered guy with all of these abilities, and you've got a normal populace that's just kind of at the mercy of everything around them. I mean, this world is hostile and they don't go and sidestep the fact that people die in this universe. Like there's a bunch of heroes, but people are still dying, whether it was when the meteor came down 
and Saitamat somehow managed to just go and blow that up and take out a large portion of uh, city in the process. Or, you know, when uh, the final boss goes and shows up, or when the Fishman army is going and popping up, people die from all this stuff. And there's a sense of fear with the characters that are stuck in this world. But there's also this... There's a major theme of bullying and depression that comes up in this show a lot, and it's very subtle with the way that it's approached. But it's a great commentary on what Japan's youth are going through right now between the advent of social media, the online bullying, the high suicide rates, as well as the continually growing uh, jobless condition among youth. There's a lot of great commentary that goes along with it, and Saitama is kind of the everyman character that's stuck in the middle of it without you ever really processing what kind of message they're trying to put through. It's very smart, and it gets you to the point where you're relating to Saitama on a subconscious level, because even though he has all these amazing powers, he never really gets his due as a result of it. He doesn't go out looking for it. In one scene, he just completely gives up all the credit for what he just did to go and uh, make sure that the other guys who put all of their effort in and almost died for it get their credit out of the situation. uh, You sort of just kind of buried that whole point right there, but that is related to the fish, the Sea King fight, and the fact that um, he does one-punch him and destroy him instantly in a very uh, glorious blow. Um, but what happens in the scene is that all of a sudden, all the people that were like, uh, were there basically, um, the Sea King was attacking the city, and he was, all the people were in kind of uh, hiding inside the uh, uh, stadium, so like uh, evacuation points like that. But then the Sea King was outside that, they blew a hole in the side of the uh, stadium, so all these citizens were actually watching the fight. And then he kills a whole bunch of S-rank, or defeats a whole bunch of S-rank heroes, and then Saitama shows up, one-punches him, kills him instantly. Um, but this actually has a negative effect in that he's, since he's such a lower-class hero, uh, when he shows up and defeats this character, all these bystanders actually go and give him the negative appeal of, how did he defeat him like that? What is he... He just showed up and killed this guy who defeated all these S-Class. Who does he think he is? Um, or in the negative effects of, like, uh, since he's low hero, all these S-Class heroes are now no longer as important as they used to be. They, their fight that they just were fighting is now meaningless because this lower hero just came in and defeated him with no effort whatsoever. So maybe these S-Class heroes aren't as strong as what they thought they were. In which point, Saitama then goes, no, uh, he, he basically lies and said, I guess I just got the lucky fight because he must have been hurt from all these other superior S-class fighters that have now weakened him down, and I just kind of ks him. And so he actively points out and says, doesn't take the fame for defeating this hero, and just kind of says, oh, I guess I just showed up and was able to do the final blow while these guys were who risked their life uh fighting for your for the citizens did all the actual damage in which case it's, that wasn't actually true it was all kind of sight of my doing everything so yeah 
I guess what you're meaning with that, with like he's the everyday hero who doesn't get, but that's more being selfless than selfish, where he's realizing people, well, the way they're perceiving things, and he's reading the crowd in that sense, and he has to kind of be the martyr, so he's martyring yeah. himself. Well, that's just is... it, and he did it twice in the series, but both times to a really effective point. Well, what was the other time? Um, well, the other time, the other time was after the meteor fall went and happened, and you had Tank Top Tiger. Oh, that's another, right. What, what was he? Was he C ranked as well? Um, he was a rank above him. Yeah. So, whatever. What's what's what? It, what rank is him? D. I think he started in D. Yeah, because I think he was either like at the very top. Yeah, of... yeah, yeah. He he started at the low rank, and then after the Fishman thing, he got bumped up to C. Yeah. Yeah. So I think. Yeah, because like the other guys were like the top of like that kind of tertiary league. Um, yeah. Yeah, and they like tried to fight him. They like called him out and tried to fight him as like a faker. And yeah, then, exactly. I guess that's also when Saitama was like, "Yeah, I'm a faker. I'm not actually that strong." But that was just to kind of save them from fighting him because he would just kill them instantly. Yeah. So it was just another sense of being a martyr. Um, yeah. yeah, he does that a lot, I guess. And that's the sense of like, even though he's the strongest man alive who can fight anyone, he can't gloat about it because it would cause so much trouble for everyone else. That's so just it. The like, only... Martyr himself. Yeah, the the only fight where he took credit for going and defeating an insanely strong foe was after the final battle. He didn't he had, take uh, credit for that, though. No, no, he did. Because there was, uh, what's her name, the girl with the psychic powers. Her name's always escaping me. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, he goes and pops like himself out. number one strongest character in yeah. the ranking. Yeah, he he goes and pops his way out of the enemy ship after he's defeated the boss and all that. Jonas is just like... Did you, defeat, did you defeat their commander? It's just like, heck yeah, I defeated the commander. And she's just like, what the hell are you talking about? Like, oh yeah, I beat him. <laughs> it's like, and they're just ignoring her at that point. So the only people that he'll ever go and take the credit for going and beating is when he's around somebody that even he apparently doesn't recognize. <laughs> like He met her before. He did, he did. Yeah, no, earlier, like, two episodes beforehand or something like that yeah. had, but he didn't think anything of her then. And he didn't think anything of her when he, left. well, he could totally probably beat her, but I don't know. Cause she uses like psychic power. So she never actually has to like get near him, which is she, she's how he the, fights everything. That's just it. Like she's one of those people that I could see legitimately possibly being able to go and beat him just because I don't know if he would be able to get close enough to her to go and land a punch. Then again, I don't think he'd also want to kill her either. So, I mean, that's uh, that, that and, you know, like with Carol, like I could see that being the uh, problem with him, unfortunately. That, uh, well, that, that's why I said in, in uh, Thunderdome, they're, mm-hmm. they're, they're not fighting by choice. They're, they're forced in there. It's, now, I guess, ah, see, now McKenna, the, you've just given something hard there because I didn't think about it from that perspective because it's like, yeah, Captain Marvel would totally win because I don't think Saitama would let that happen. 
Because he can't really turn it off. Yeah. Either that or he'd just end up going and blowing up the whole fucking Thunderdome and, you know. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, mood point. <laughs> Well, yep. I guess that's some talk about One Punch Man. Huh? I guess I need to go watch the rest things. of it. <laughs> yes, yes yeah. you do. Yeah, you do. I, I linked some videos to you. There's some there. Uh-huh. Those are some pretty epic fights. Yeah. Get, get past episode, I think it's episode four. Mm-hmm. When I'm pretty did they sure... go in, like, actually go in for training? Hmm? That but, was like, episode, you, you... I want to go and say that was, like, episode five or six, I want to say. Because that's when I started watching. Because I remember watching GIFs. Like, that's a good indicator for watching uh, anime for me, is like, I'll start seeing GIFs of it on Facebook, and I'm like, that was funny. What is this anime? I need to go watch it. So, because that was one, it was like one of the episodes where he's like taking his test for the exam for uh, becoming a superhero ranked and it was just like, he was like all nonchalant, egg-looking style. And then he gets like super serious into like the events. And then he just like goes crazy. And it just, he's super powerful. It's intense. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. I, I would say for anybody that wants to get into this series, uh, the first episode's a solid pilot. I will be honest, the mini arc where you get introduced to Genos... I felt like that was a little bit awkward. I actually wasn't sure I was going to continue with the series when I was watching that initially. But everything after that continues to grow all the way up to what I really think is a perfect finale. So if you start watching this and you're not into it initially, stick with it. I'm sure you will be before you go and get to the end. Yeah. Yep. Oh, um, shit. Let's see. Think, think something. Uh, what was I about to say? Oh, they have some OVAs too. Mm-hmm. So they have some like after the fact of the vinyl boss stuff. Is they they have some original video animations. So yeah, yeah. Anyways, anyways. Yeah. I think that's that's that. We definitely have some mixed feelings of that. Um. Right. What what what's our anime re our our assignment for next month? What do we want to watch next month? Do you know what Angel Beats? Watch Angel Beats. Angel Beats. Angel Beats. Okay. Haven't we talked about that one to death already? <laughs> I haven't yeah, but... heard of it. What? There you go. <laughs> Have you watched Rob? Never mind. Cole was supposed to be here to watch this one, and he was supposed to have watched One Punch Man. He probably hasn't. Yeah. Guarantee you hasn't. So, yeah, we're gonna watch Angel Beats. Okay then. That shit is just great, fucking hilarious, actiony, and Yay. then makes you cry on the inside. It's on Hulu. Okay, good. Watch it, Angel Beats. At and least one episode on Hulu. So. The two OVAs are hilarious. You gotta watch them. Okay. Okay, we good? We got yep. that? Yep. It's a month from now. Crunchyroll and Hulu. Crunchyroll has it. Yep. 
I'm okay, watching the final fight right now. It's just hilarious. Because <laughs> like the bad guy's getting all extreme into it, and he's like doing his transformations, and then Saitama's right there, just all complacent, going, "Okay." <laughs> that's literally his. That's his lines. It's like his face, just all nonchalant with the lines on it, and just going, <laughs> "Okay," just standing there, not caring about what's going on. Just oh, it's just great. It's great. That's great anime. Got to watch all of it. Yep. Ugh. Cool. Okay. All right. I'm not going to include this in the podcast, but can I just say yeah. that I laughed inappropriately after the final battle when it went back after the credits and you saw him go in one punch that uh, uh, that devil monster that goes and shows up and it's just like, God damn it, back to one punch. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> We had that dream too. He had a dream where he was like going all out against some like underground people. And you're like, holy shit, he's fighting awesome. And then he like, he wakes up and it was all a dream the entire time. And he was like, oh, because his alarm goes off. And he, punches, show up. <laughs> he punches the alarm clock and he like flies through the floor and he's like, shit. Uh, and then, yeah, and then they actually do show up and he was like, yes, my dream was true. And then he punches them and they just explode and he was like, oh. <laughs> Dang it. Or they have the tropes where they have, uh, like, the guys show up and they fight in order where, like, one guy gets defeated and is like, oh, you think I was strong, but my head captain behind me is stronger than me. And they do that. But then Saitama shows up and is like, oh, the guy I was fighting, I already beat him. And the other guy was like, wait, you beat the guy who's stronger than me already? And he just, like, starts crying and sniveling and is like, I'll tell you anything. So... (laughs) Okay. Oh. Yeah, it's good. Are we done for tonight? Anything else? Um, yeah. What else should we talk about? McKenna, talk about Overwatch. Go. Ah, so hi, people. Um, I yeah. have joined Overwatch Hell. <laughs> um, hold on, hold on, hold on. Introduce, introduce the segment properly. Hello and welcome to McKenna's Gaming Corner. Hello and welcome Computer. to Gaming Table. Gaming, gaming Table. table. I, I I am my sewing table. Um, <laughs> I have transformed like into my sewing table. Um, because it's the closest table to me right now. Um, yeah. So, hello, people. I have joined Overwatch Hell. I know I'm a little late to the party, but I finally had the free mo- spare money to go and buy the game. Um, yes, I, I and I'm I'm playing on PC for anyone who listens. Um. Find me and message me and I'll see if I'll give you my gaming ta- tag. Ha! Um, not just going to hand that out willy-nilly. Um, but yes, yeah, so playing Overwatch. Podcast at gmail.com. Yes. Um, what, and what is your favorite hero to play? Right now, Ana. Ana, Ana. Ana is my favorite. I, 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 well, I gravitate towards the grandma characters and this is not the first time. Um, I'm trying to remember what other grandma characters that I play grandma or cosplay. Characters. Yeah. <laughs> so, or, like I said, other role at another conversation, the mom characters. Mm. And it, it's not just, I mean, they don't have to be actual moms. It's like mom friends, you know? So that means you're like Mercy as well? Uh, I've played a little bit as Mercy. Mercy's fine. Um, but I also like Anna because she's also uh, a bit of a bamf. Um, 
and her backstory as well i i like um i'm still trying to catch up on all the backstories because there's a lot there's 22 characters that's a lot of story to catch up on which isn't included in the game by the way so like right. it's a it's a first person team based shooter sort of like team fortress well, was but better um it's it's included in like the actual shorts they put out for the characters yeah it's like it's actual game content but game content but it's not in game yeah no. there's not like a there linear no story, story that brings this in all game together. um yeah. it's all and, outside yeah. the game apparently it's all team-based first person shooter yeah and all that is not canon to the story yeah like the gameplay is not canon nope um, it is just you playing with the characters, which is fun. And, like, I am not a first-person shooter person. I am more of a puzzle-based fantasy role-playing MMO RPG sort of girl. Um, and But, like, I enjoy playing this game and figuring out what characters do what, when, and, figure, well, with 22 characters, figuring out which one fits your play style the best is a thing. Right now, Anna... Um, followed by, what did I, I posted it on Greg's, which I've added to that list. Um, I have a picture of all my, my playtime. Um, <laughs> Anna, followed by Bastion. Okay, yeah. This little, the spray him with bullets, little tank. Um, and then Zarya as my tank, and then Murphy oh, okay. as my fourth mm. character. But I also enjoy playing McCree, I just haven't had time to play McCree. Hmm. Being, I, I am very much a shoot into the fray and hit what I hit sort of person. Um, so Bastion and Anna work well because Anna, she her shots heal their teammates and damage the the opposing team. <laughs> just shoot at all the body. So Either you heal just them shoot at all of them! <laughs> you'll, help, you'll help something. Yeah. Um, but like me and, and Bree... Our, our friend Bree, who she means Mercy, and we, we've had conversations about when the kids go off and go, like, get themselves killed because they're not close enough to get healed. <laughs> like, see, I've I, always... I let them do that because at this point I'm like, okay, you're you're running off away from the rest of the team. I can't protect you anymore. <laughs> I've that's why I've always I gravitate towards Zenyatta. Yeah. Because, like, you just have to look at them, and you're healing them, basically. Yeah. The, the, um, same with um, Lucio. Just mm. being around him heals. Yeah. Um, so. when, he, when he's got the, the healing song playing. Um, which, I, so, like, I haven't played many characters. Um, like, personality-wise, I do gravitate towards the snipers. So that's another reason, Anna. Okay, so She's have you tried Black, Black Widow at all? I, I've played Widow. Um, or Widowmaker. not Black Widow. I've Widowmaker. played Hanzo a little bit. Um, tried Genji at all? I tried Genji. I've, I've and Rock Genji. Genji. Um, yeah. I want to be a ninja. Stealthy ninja. Okay, I'm looking at my stats here. And like... Cause and then like in the the, the free play non actual battle because while you're waiting to for, for a game they'll pop you into this little free play and I, I've tried other heroes in that like I, I've tried Reaper and um, Diva and 
junk rat. And I'm like, okay, they let, they do that so you can learn other characters as well. Yeah. It's a nice place to learn other characters where it doesn't affect your stats. <laughs> well, um, the whole game itself is also like a huge game of rock, paper, scissors. Yeah. So it, you, there it's are like, characters there's that... Capture the flag, there's rock, paper, scissors. Yeah. Well, it's because like the whole... The whole uh, some of the characters are trumps to the other characters, yeah. and so it's like this character comes out, and you're like, oh, I guess you have to get these kind of characters to beat that character, yeah. and then kind of you try and balance your teams in that sense. Or, yeah, you you try to balance your team, and you try to like depending on what objective you're going after. Like there there's some maps where Ana's just not effective, so or like the team is so entrenched where. Like, Anna's going to do nothing, so I'm going to use Bastion, where I can just go in there, swarm them with bullets, and don't care if I get killed right away, you know? <laughs> I've seen I know some. I did some damage. I've seen some. There's some game types um, that are just, like, nothing but uh, Farah and Mercies. Yeah. Which are all just, it's just a lot of flying. And it just, yeah. it sounds intense. Yeah. Oh, it's be cool. Just get get every of the same character type in a game, and then you just it just chaos. Uh, yeah, like I've seen some gameplay videos of a team of Sombras, hmm. which is the newest character, but she's not been released to regular play yet. Um, where yeah, so like at BlizzCon they were just they were play te- play release it, and there was just a team of Sombras, which <laughs> is terrifying <laughs> if you know what Sombra does. Where she can hack players, she can hack um, health packs, she can hell, uh, she goes invisible, so she can sneak up on you. Um, yeah, it's like they're probably yeah, change about... her. She's released to the general public, but yeah, how about that diversity? The diversity of characters. Well, like I said, there, there's 22, and they're all different. So yeah. you will they're be able to all find different a races as well. That's what yeah. I'm getting at. Yeah, they're from all around the world. You got Swedish, you got Mexican, you got like, American, you got Russian. Ones, so Reaper and um, Soldier 76 are both American. Yep. But Reaper is... Or, Gabriel Reyes, with a name like that, you know, he has a Hispanic background. Um, mm. um, Used to whereas, be a good guy, and then became a bad guy. Became disenfranchised, and then became a bad guy. Yes. Yeah. So he um, had Reaper, Soldier, uh, uh, 47? 76. 76. Oh my mm-hmm. god. Uh, uh, Soldier 76. Oh, and then Roadhog and Junkrat are Australian. Yep. Um, so that's that's the lore. And, it's like you and have... Genji and um, Hanjo. Hanzo are brothers. Yeah. So and Japanese. And I mean, Farah and and Anna being daughter and daughter. So. And they're like, like uh, Middle Eastern. Egyptian. Egyptian. There you go. Yep. That okay? That's Africa. Russian, Mercy's German. McPree is... Mercy's German? I thought she's Swiss. Well, Swiss, German, Austrian, they're all the same. Eastern European. 
Eastern the Central European. European. Thank you very Central much. Central European. Yes, Central European. Eastern or uh, Eastern European is closer to uh, Russia, uh, Ukraine, all of that. So what's Zarya. Her, what's her name? Uh, Zarya, Zarya. Yeah, she's Russian. Yep. Um, yeah. So Reinhardt Bastion. would also. There's Bastion. Uh, who well, is Bastion's um, Omnic. A robot. Yeah, Omnic. So Bastion and and Zinyata are are Omnic. Yeah, um, so that's a race in the game where there's like a robot race. Mm-hmm. There, okay. So there's some lore. Is there was like a war between the robots and humans? Yeah. Um, uh, and AI developed a conscience and realized that the robots would be able to take over the world. <laughs> yeah. And so, so they died. Bastion was designed during the war, so he's actually a yep. war robot. Um, yep. but and he, it's a, it's, technically, it's Bastion class robot because yeah. if you listen to the lore videos, um, it, it's Bastion class robot. So he's just. Yep. I mean, it's yeah. his name, but it's yeah. He's, he's a fighting robot, though. Like the yep. point is, he's a fighting robot, and he got yep. knocked out during one of the fights, mm-hmm. and then he got rebooted. To come to the fight and then realize, oh, I don't want to fight, and so he just yeah. lives in the woods now. Because every time he gets close to a city or something, he like reorganizes his programming to go destroy humans, and he doesn't want to do that. So he just yeah. goes lives with the forest and he likes birds. Yep. Um, and then Zinyata is actually a monk. Yeah. So. Yeah. They yeah they developed a religion and. Yep. It's one and, of the uh, reasons Overwatch fell. So Overwatch being this group of soldiers that ended the Omnic War. Um, yeah. And but there's no reason for the part of the reason is the assassination of Zenyatta's master. That like right. the Dalai Lama of robots. Yes. <laughs> by, by Widowmaker. By Widowmaker, who is French. Yes. Um, and that's because she's now part of the bad group who is um, Widowmaker, Ta- Sombra, Talon. Reaper, Talon. Talon. That's what they are. Yeah. Um, yeah, so that's yeah. some lore of that. Um, but like the old Overwatch was uh, 70, Soldier 76, Reaper was Reaper. old name. I can't remember his name. Gabriel Reyes. Like, yeah, uh, Anna was part of that group too. Yep. Mercy. Then, um, yep. McCree. Was he part of that? Yeah. I don't I know McCree's backstory him. at all. So yeah, like it's it's one that I know less about. He's, um, he's the he's the only one that I don't know anything about, really. Yeah. Like um, he might have been. He might. I don't know. Um. I know. Farrah Hanzo... grew up with the Overwatch crew. Yes. And then um, Anna disappeared. Or like faked her death when like Overwatch yeah. got disbanded. Oh, she and assumed like, she died. And yeah. Sarah, it's and it's almost assumed that all three of them died because Soldier seventy six, uh, Reaper, and Anna are all like assumed dead, but then they yeah. kind of come back as what they are now. Yeah. So. With with Winston recalling the Overwatch heroes. Yeah, because like um, back then Winston was like a little like he's an ape. So he was yeah. like like so Winston small. was part of the original, and um, Tracer was part of the original. Um, oh yeah, Tracer too. Yeah, she's British. Yep. So, who am I forgetting? And, yeah, Winston being a gorilla from outer space. 
Yes. So during I, that I, whole I, part, he was like a a kid. What's the what's the name for a kid gorilla? A kid gorilla. He was oh. also not smart enough to like comprehend or like speak yet, but he can now speak English now. Yeah. So like, so he was part of a scientific experiment on the space base to study the effects of growing up in space on apes. Yeah. And they're using gorillas instead of humans. Um, and then something happened on that base and everyone died except Winston. And Winston then traveled to Earth as a scientist. I mean, he was full grown at this point. Um, and became a scientist with Overwatch. So that's during yeah. the golden era after the Omnic War. Yeah. Yes. Sorry, and, I've been and, watching my Overwatch. Lord. Yeah, no, that's good. <laughs> they got like shorts and everything, yeah. so they know. Yeah. And like Sombra, who is now, she's Mexican, and she's sort of mm-hmm. in it for herself because she knows how to hack and do internet stuff well, and like blackmail so she, people. Her backstory, she grew up, she was a child of the Omnic Wars, like Farah, but instead of, and um, Mercy. But instead of becoming a hero, like Farah and Mercy, um, she learned. She fell in with the Los Muertes gang, and learned pretty much how to manipulate people to your own means. I think she kind of learned that before she did that, because she learned how to like. She's well, really I mean, good. She at was hacking. still a small child. <laughs> yeah, she's, she learned how to hack and get information. Yeah. And then she realized, then, oh, if you learn how to, what people like, and then you give them the thing they like, they become your friend, and then they give you things. And then yeah. she fell into Los Mortas, and then because she became that. more manipulative and learned how and to then, do it that way. And now yeah. she does a whole bunch of blackmailing. So, yeah. And she just wants to get to the top of power and find out who's running everything and blackmail them so that then yep. she can have power over them. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Is that all the characters? She's cool looking. Yeah. If if there's one thing that the Talon team has, it's style. Yeah. Oh, they're the bad guys. Reaper, Widowmaker, and and Sombra. Oh, Torborn. 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 I don't know anything about him. Huh? I don't know anything about him. Other than he's a dwarf mechanic? Yeah, he's like a dwarf mechanic who has like lost one of his arms and it's like a thing yeah so Torborn um, McCree um, the Russian chick I can't remember her name Zarya Zarya I don't know anything about those three Tracer you kind of know about yeah just because she was kind of the star of the first several videos I guess um because she does have she does have an official intro video yeah. where she yeah. tells you her backstory. Yeah, because she, she was she she grew up during the war, um, and became a pilot, and at a young very young age was recruited by Overwatch to test this time travel device, and then mm-hmm. got stuck in time, and came mm-hmm. back, and then Winston built her this device to cure her temporal displacement. And, and which gives her the control over time, time, so she can jump forward and backwards and crazy. Rewind. Yep. Is that all twenty-two characters? Did we go through all of them? Uh, we met May. 
May is the ice climber. <laughs> like who's left? I'm trying to think of who's left. Lucia. Oh, mentioned. Lucia. We haven't talked about Lucia. Oh shit. Um. Uh. Oh, Diva. Diva. Yeah, the professional gamer turned mech pilot. <laughs> the professional Korean gamer who turned to a mech fighter. Yep. Yep. So how about that head cannon? Anyone like the head cannon that's on with like Overwatch? Like How? which one? Like the one where Soldier Seventy Six is the dad, and then well, yeah. So, so there's Mate, the two Mar- theories Mar- of who's Pharaoh's Pharaoh's dad. Yeah. No, oh, no, not, oh, not the, that. The like, personifications. I mean, like, yes. The joke one, or it's like yeah. Dad Seventy Six and Mom Mercy and yeah, uh, Gremlin Gr- Diva. So, yep. Um, Grandma Anna and Grandma Reinhardt. Um, oh yeah, Reinhardt. Oh, that's the other one. Yeah, yeah. Forgot about Reinhardt. But yeah, the guy who started Overwatch. Yeah, Edge Lord Reaver. <laughs> yeah. yeah, like it, I mean, it's it's fun and it's sort of true, and it all depends on the players playing the characters too. So like, yeah, and I have friends who cosplay and roleplay from all of these characters as well. So. And how Reapers become the dad for Sombra. So, yeah. So, like, there's many miniature families within the groups. So, like, Soldier 76, Mercy, and Diva, And then Reaper, Widowmaker, and Sombra. Yeah. I just think of them more as dysfunctional roommates than... Yeah. I just like it because, like, they have a shrunken version of, like, each of them and turn them into, like, the chibi gremlins. And so I see one where it's, like, Reapers going down a shopping aisle with a shopping cart. And then they got like a gremlin uh, Sombra in like a baby carrier in the front and just like, take me to the Nintendos. And then Reaper's (laughs) like, I used to kill people. (laughs) (laughs) Or or the one where Sombra and D.Va are fighting about chips and and holding them back. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Yeah. It's like, it's all very cute and fun for fans to do. Fans do that shit. Because Diva's um, the uh, Diva's the uh, gamer, so she likes her Doritos and, uh, and Mountain Dew. Mountain Dews, yes. Um, um, and like, which is at odds with the hacker being Sombra. So yeah, yeah. And she likes her spicy chips. Oh, there's yep. another one where it's just like I see a, a panel of Reapers on the computer. Is like the Wi-Fi is down. I'm gonna yes! reset the router. I've showed that one to my roommate like, because that's not the router. It's your computer. Okay, I'm at the router. the router. Like, Don't what do I touch do? it too late. <laughs> and then Widowmaker's just enjoying her coffee. <laughs> yeah, she's reading the paper, drinking her coffee, because she's French and doesn't do that stuff. And and has no feelings. That That's Widowmaker's thing, is she has no feelings. Yep. Um, she's per- Yeah. Yeah. It's like, I love the characters. I, I, I love that, that it's, for the game-wise, I love that it's characters as opposed to classes. Hmm. Yep. So, like, there there's several healers, and but they all also it's like it's in different ways. And I think, like, well, there's only like three healers, isn't there? Uh, Anna. I mean, Mercy being the number one. Anna. Yeah. Um. Lucio, and then oh, there's Lucio. there's characters that can heal themselves. So yeah. Roadhog and Bastion and but I mean as as Soldier like seventy six can heal main, themselves. Main job is their healers because yeah. like Anna is a main healer, Mercy is a main healer, and Zenyatta is a healer. 
and Lucio. Yeah. Is he a healer or is he he's more a support? Yeah, uh, a he's a yeah. buffer. Um, like because yeah. he can heal and he can buff your attack and what have you. Um, yeah. So I'd say there's like kind of three healers. Um, with Lucio being a buffer, what are buffers are there? Um, trying to remember who your are the support heroes are. Anna, sure, Mercy, Lord. Lucio, Zenyatta, and there's one more. Um, what? Anna, Mercy, Lucio, Zenyatta. That's four. Um, I can't think of any others. Because I could swear there's five, and I don't want to pull up. What's Torborn, though? Torborn. He's a striker. He's a defensive, like... Yes, uh, like Bastion. Bastion, yeah. Um, Because they don't have the mobility. Or Bastion's only a defensive because he doesn't have the mobility to... Well, because they set up their perts, and then they sit there, and then they just kill everything. Yeah. Um, Like, I love to say when I'm playing Bastion of, I am not fast... When I'm trying to get back to the fight, I am not fast, to quote I am not fast, but I am slow. <laughs> I am not fast. Um, I think that's it for healers. I can't think of the other one. Over what? I'm going to Google. Because, like, every other one is, like, attacking in some sense, or buffing. Yeah. What does Roadhog do? He's a tank. Yeah. What about uh, Junkrat? Oh, Mercy Zenyatta, Lucio, Symmetra. Symmetra is considered. Oh, shit, yeah. Is she a healer Wait, or a buffer? She's a buffer, and because, like, she can. She throws down, like, traps and the portals so you can get yes. back quick. Yeah, that's right. That's her job. Yeah, she's, she's a support character, but, like, I wouldn't call her a healer. Just kind of like a support. Support. Yeah, where like Lucio's a buffer support. Yeah, because I guess even the healers have like their also their support their damage. Yeah, yeah buffers and in like, that sense. And Anna, who can put them to sleep, and Mercy yeah. can buff as well as heal. Yeah, same with uh-huh. Senyata can buff and heal. Uh-huh. So yeah, there you go. That's Overwatch. There's a whole bunch of lore behind it. There's a whole bunch of gameplay behind it. And there's a whole lot of fanning behind it too. <laughs> yeah, it's gotten it's gotten some going to it. That's yeah. that's Blizzard for you. So yep, and like what I love because watching their the, like the trailers and stuff before the game came out. Like if someone's playing on a computer, there's Hearthstone playing on a, a monitor, or like there there's one where there's a security guard and he's supposed to be watching the screens, but he's not. He's playing Hearthstone on a tablet. Hmm. Um, <laughs> See, that's the one you can play on a tablet. It's a card yeah. game. Yep. So, but it's yeah. like obviously they they can be play and like there's a video where Winston's on his computer and he's got Hearthstone on in the background. Yeah. That's um, oh, their property. Open in a window because they yeah. can be playing Warcraft, Hearthstone, or Heroes, Heroes of, the of the Storm. Storm. And then there's one more. Um, Battle not. Uh. Starcraft and Diablo. Diablo, yeah. Diablo, that's the other one. Um, I was just having this conversation tonight where like, we're talking about what's on there. Like, Diablo 3 is one, World of Warcraft, Overwatch, 
Hearthstone, and we couldn't remember the other one. And we're like thinking, 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 and it's like Heroes of the Storm. That's what it was. Mm-hmm. Which didn't. Which I haven't played either. <laughs> it didn't. I played Hearthstone. Well. I played WoW. I play Hearthstone, and I play Overwatch now. Hero of the Storm didn't really go anywhere. Yeah. It's like, I'm trying to think it's of what's like in that. Using their characters as a fighting game, if I remember right. Yeah. Yeah. So it's like the uh, mobile yeah, style. Yeah, it's, it's your Blizzard characters as a team brawler. Yeah. So. Which I guess is a fun idea, but. Well, it was, it was tacking, on, <laughs> tacking on to the whole, like, uh, um. MOBA system of stuff. Yeah. I guess it's like an online battle arena kind of style. I don't know. It didn't it didn't go anywhere. And yeah. they got Overwatch now. So that's yeah. that's what they're doing. <laughs> yep. And Overwatch was only like designed because basically they were they were planning another game. They're like thinking of a game to like be their next big thing. And Please don't talk they, about Titan Man. I'm still mourning its loss. <laughs> and <laughs> So they were keep thinking about the new game, and while they're doing that, they basically did all their like brainstorming while they're playing like COD and and uh, they're just kind of playing shooting games because that's how they would do it. They would be talking over that while they're playing that shooting game. They're like, "Shit, we should just design a game that we can play that's like a shooting game that's good for us." And so they just designed that. They designed a game so they can play that game while they talk about the property that they want to make like next big flagship for blizzard <laughs> and that's how overwatch became a thing because it was just like they're tired of playing these other shooting games they wanted a shooting game that they just wanted to play that was fun so they just yeah. designed it so that they could play it while they talk about their flagship and then overwatch was like well shit we just made overwatch let's just send yeah. that out let's what, see people what? like that game and yeah. it's now what it is now which is why the game has no story but there's all these cool videos. Yeah. A lot of lore. A lot of lore. Yeah. You can't say it has no story. <gasps> it's a bunch of story. Sorry. I, I, have I, have an, I have an excite. I have an excite. Um, production for Pacific Rim 2 has started. Oh, yeah. <laughs> they already have I, a thing up for that. It's called Maelstrom, isn't it? Yeah, that's the, the subtitle for Pacific Rim 2. Yeah. Yes, yes. And John Bordega is starring this time. Yeah. Hmm. Well, but yeah. So, but production has started. With that, uh, I feel like we have Overwatch. We've talked about Overwatch. Yes. We'll bring it up yes. again. Maybe yeah. one day. We'll, we'll bring it up over. again when when Dane is on, and because he's been Maybe. playing a lot longer than me, he is almost god tier to my baby tier. Maybe one level. day I will own Overwatch because I don't own it. Yeah. Maybe one day Cole will buy it for you to pay you back for. Yeah, because apparently it's the same price. <laughs> we, that's an argument, people. <laughs> we're not going to get into it here. I don't know what you were. I don't know how much you paid for it for Civ Five. I, I think I but... played Civ uh, Fifty Five American and, and um, Overwatch being forty. Um, well, shit. It's that's not how it is in Canada. Well, I'm sorry. I bought. I don't I know. I, I am not psychic, and I do not know the, what the Canadian dollar is doing. Civ Five is always on sale, and it's the ultimate pack, and it's always like sixteen dollars when it's on sale. Okay. Cole did not buy it on sale, so I had to buy it for him. 
when we wanted to play, and that was $54.14 Canadian. Uh-huh. Overwatch is thirty nine ninety nine American, which is like fifty four dollars American. Canadian. Ameri- uh Canadian, you're right. <laughs> okay. So but, with like, that, okay. So if you were not pl- to to tie this up, if you're not playing Overwatch because you don't like playing first person shooters, Overwatch is not like any other first person shooter. Yeah, it's like a first person shooter the way Borderlands was a first person shooter, which doesn't really feel like a first person shooter. Yeah. That's the like one a... thing my roommate keeps saying is why he's, he doesn't want to play Overwatch is cuz it, oh, it's a first person shooter. Maybe I'll sit him down on my account and say, "Here, play. Yeah. Have fun." Yeah. yeah. We, well, we... that was a podcast, wasn't it? <laughs> and not edited or cut in any way. Any way at oh. all. Crazy. <laughs> Um, and thank you so much for joining us. Check us out on iTunes and help us out by giving us a five-star review. Don't forget about the legacy archives on SoundCloud either. We are on YouTube for all our multimedia projects, including Cosplay Mom coming soon, and a few new ideas launching soon as well. Please hit us up on Twitter at Sakura Rangers and our email, Podcast at gmail.com. Dot com and our Facebook group, Soccer Rangers Podcast. It's going to be a great season, and we hope you'll join us for all that. And of course, we are doomed, updating every Monday. Take care, everyone. Who wants to say anything on their way out? Oh, we we need Emily to, or Uptown Hi. to sign the wall and... Give us a yeah, yeah, yeah. No, thank Emily for you know coming yeah. by and contributing in such an amazing way. Yes, yeah. oh, of course. Lots thank of you so stuff. much for having me. Lots yeah. of content. Yeah. <laughs> Lots of things happened. Yes. Yeah. So, so sign the wall. We'll 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 get the 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 bio samples later. Yep. Yeah. Stool, yeah. semen, blood, hair. <laughs> <laughs> I'm all about that blood sacrifice. I've stabbed myself yeah, enough. Blood people. sacrifices. Yeah. Bring a goat. Bring a maybe a small child. Those are easy. You just go to your local park and pop up the freshest one you think. Do plushies count? Do plushies? Yeah. Oh, they're Is that too, too softcore. Mmm. We'll see how they taste. Wait. If they what? have enough sentimental value of my soul. Doesn't that count? Oh well. The actual value is so low, but the sentimental value is through the roof. There we go. Maybe. I, I don't know the exchange rate is nowadays, so... That's true. It's always yeah. changing. Like I said... The we, new we election, things are all in fluctuation. <laughs> the market's so crazy. Mm, yeah. well, we'll have to see okay. how things settle. But until then, thanks for having you on. Yeah. Uh, and so we'd I love guess... to have you back if you want to come back. Of course. Yeah. Anytime. Just hit me up. Yep. Yeah. Crazy. Another one. Yep, we got another one. So yes. you're, you'll find you. Just, we got a little bit of paper you have to sign. Uh, it's just <laughs> just says that hey, you're gonna come back. Uh, you also owe us your soul and uh, things like that. You know the typical stuff. It's so, it's fine. I've cosplayed Aloise Trancy from the second season of Black Butler. I know all about contracts. Uh, it, it's all standard. It's all standard stuff. Nothing hidden in there at all. Okay, totally sure. No fine print whatsoever. No, nope, mm. no. I mean, it's only a giant wall of text, you know? <laughs> okay. You know, like in Willy Wonka, how it gets, like, really big and then just keeps shrinking, shrinking, shrinking down. Okay, yeah. So, yes, anyways. Well, thank you for coming on. Of course. Thanks for having me. Until next time. I guess everyone say goodbye. Bye. 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 Catch you later.